0: Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Ski Instructor Podcast. My name's Dave Burrows and I'm the director and owner of Snowpro Ski School based here in Valdilier in Switzerland. I hope you're all well. Um, you join me on a sort of nice day here in Switzerland. It's uh, it's about 16 degrees I think outside but there's like a cold wind coming from somewhere that's just telling you that it's not quite summer yet. Uh, that's what it feels like here but the, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Um, the snow line is gradually creeping higher and higher and as I look out onto the Nonde Midi, it's kind of uh, the snow line here is about two and a half thousand I think at the moment and, and creeping ever upwards as we go towards summer ski season is well and truly kind of over here in Switzerland I think you can still ski in Zermatt at the moment but um, personally I was done by about the first week of April I'd been skiing since oh, I don't know at least October and I'd kind of had enough with uh, various injuries and, and other stuff that that happened this season and we were, after a slow start, we were just, as a ski school, just completely flat out uh, all the way through the winter with the return of tourism and kind of general calming down about Corona panic and all that sort of stuff. And um, and yeah, life seems to be semi, more or less, back to normal. Um, so... Yeah, we, uh, we had an absolutely crazy season here. I think that was reflected by everyone across the Alps. And, and the fact also is that we didn't have enough instructors because of the whole Brexit thing. Um, so we were, you know, I could have filled out another two or three instructors at least uh, this winter. So as a consequence, I've worked a lot more than I normally would have done. And everyone else is just kind of crawling towards the end of the season, you know, more or less on their knees, like begging for days off and stuff like that. It was really, um, uh, it was a really interesting season from from that point of view in terms of how it all ramped up once people could travel again and that was really the the, the general expectation from those of us in in the ski industry it was like you know people will come they want to come there's this pent-up demand and uh, and and come they did so um, that was really really cool the 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 weather throughout March was absolutely boiling here like' it's really some days it was quite difficult to ski because um, it was so hot and it was really sort of unexpected um but you get that sometimes in the port de soleil because uh, we are relatively uh, a relatively low lying lying area um so yeah other than that uh we we, we kind of now i'm in the post season and just tidying up things from the from from yeah, the season that's just gone and starting to kind of get stuck into this big list that i've drawn up of stuff that needs to be done and put in place for next year and uh, got meetings with all sorts of people to kind of put things in place, which is which is cool. You know, it's it's uh, it's kind of the 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 low side of the season before we get back into kind of selling ski lesson season, which happens just the other side of the uh, the summer holidays. Um, okay, so this week I have uh, an episode episode part two of Helen Trefoot. Um, this interview. I've just listened through to the edit of this and it's absolutely, the second half is brilliant. It was really funny and I um, really, really, really took me back to how much I enjoyed having this chat with Helen. It was really, um, really a lovely, lovely interview to do. Um, I said to you in the last episode that I might be doing a QA thing. I've had uh, not very many cues come in. Um, so if you want that episode to happen, send me something. If you don't, don't really care. Um, and i've got already two or three other interviews lined up to do anyway so uh so they'll be coming to you over the summer i've just got to get going again with this um in the next few weeks Uh, so i've written to a few people to try and set up some dates and hopefully that's gonna that's gonna see us through the uh through the summer months um okay so as mentioned uh oh there'll be a couple of little things in the notes here um included in the link is this awesome um video of skiing in the 80s which uh is just like in my opinion it's the best skiing video on youtube and uh, there's a link to that below in the description um but this episode because it's about an hour and 15 it just goes straight through you won't hear me in the middle and i will catch you again on episode 45 so enjoy the podcast hope you're all well hope you all had a good season whatever you're doing and i will catch you on the next one see you these no, this, finally i'm going to get back to it the age ranges that we were talking about mm. before 0 to 5 well 0 to 5 is it's like, no, it's no like one's skiing it's, at 0, but yeah. like 3 to 5 so, is is that initial age where like you know the head is proportionally heavy everything mm. moves is like a mono block yeah the other things which i I've always found really, really important to understand for about 0 to five, 0 to six, is that that child has no concept of like team or playing together or anything like. It's like it's about mm. them.
1: I think we say that. I think five-year-olds do. You, you think know, it? we yeah, I think they do. I, I f- think they do. In I football, think
0: I find them to be quite. Yeah. They don't want to give the ball away. Mm. You know, I've got the ball. Isn't it? Why would I pass it to little Johnny over there? Okay, that's like, a good
1: thing. I've noticed more with children as they get that between at about five, at mm. about five, maybe four, sometimes because I think those those I think blocking it into at five years. Oh old no, they for really sure, changed. I would, Yeah, yes, yeah. we have to put, we put a have label on it. We have to be careful. Somewhere. We put yeah. a label on it, but those those markers are very dependent on different children. Yes, but yes, you're right. You know, they are much more individual, mm. and their needs are much more individual. That's why it's. Much more preferable to teach them in very small groups mm. or one on one, and that's where,
0: and for know, not very long,
1: and for not that long. That's why yeah. you know, like for me, I use the the I use my sort of program, Mum and Me, Dad and Me, learn to yeah. ski, where I get the parents to show oh, cool. to ski with yeah. the children, and yeah. then I'm skiing around, going, "No, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that." It works most of the time. Sometimes yeah. the parents can be more of pain than the children. Because they know best. <laughs> <laughs> so managing yes. parents is a whole, a whole nother, another, another topic layer. that we could that we could develop at some point. But yeah, that, yeah.
0: that very Put that inf- in the book in the second. Exactly. Part.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's 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 in, that's a heading. Yeah. Definitely. Dear
0: yeah, parents, don't take your four-year-old a black run. Yes, you want him to be stuck. On or dear di- di- di-
1: di- parents, if the instructor says don't go beyond that point, then don't just don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And don't pull little Johnny over when we've said don't you know, just try and stay next to him
0: <laughs> What's the the next age category? So we like six to nine is probably yeah. these are these is widely known as like the golden age of learning, exactly. isn't it? Like you can get um it's the same in football, same in skiing I'm guessing, you can get a lot done mm. that stays their whole life between six and nine.
1: Yeah, that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, especially that slightly, you know, the, no, those nine-year-olds. I remember Ross Ross Green saying um, years ago, because obviously he's co- he's on the coaching side a lot more, and him saying, "You get when they get to eight, you can do anything with them, because mm-hmm. they got okay. their bodies are just they're they're getting a bit more proportionate, mm-hmm. but they're not quite the same proportions as adults, but they're they're stretchy." They bounce really they well. Bounce really well. <laughs> yeah. They are. Oh, they're they're in a learn. They're used to being in a learning environment. Yeah. They 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 like to work more as a team. Although often everything has to be, with that age group in particular, everything has to be really fair. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. making yeah. it. You are the leader of that pack, mm. but you have to set the rules down. Yeah. Because if you don't, they will push and they will push and they mm. will push. Again, that age is also the Lord of the Flies age, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all. Well, that's often what I think about. It's like the Lord of the Flies. Oh, <laughs> they're a pack. Oh, shit, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to get them. You've got to get them so that you're the leader of the pack. Yeah, they can make a few decisions, but they're a team. Mm-hmm. They're the team, and they're gonna and you're, you're doing stuff all together, and that's yeah. really good. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, which is also like in a you know sort of group, collective, like situation. You've got collective lessons where you're bumping kids up and down. Mm. It's a real shame, like, if, you know, there's there's one... There's always one mega snowplower at the back, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And, like, look, sorry, Johnny, you need to go slower.
1: Yeah. It's, very, it's very hard, isn't it? Because it's often yeah. that balance as an it? Because you kind of want to,
0: you want him to hang on, right? Yeah. You want him to cling in the group, because maybe he'll make and it. And it. it's but
1: the art. It's the art. Sometimes yeah. it's an art of keeping your kids. Yeah. Sometimes it's the art of actually going... No, this is going to work better if we move these guys around, and it's getting that right. And then
0: sometimes, end. you when you do let little Johnny go down to the lower group, he becomes happier, yeah. and then your group speeds up. Yes. like you wouldn't believe. And, really, yeah. and then it all comes together. But like, it's, it's brutal to do it. Mm. Like I, I never like doing that. We don't do collective lessons anymore, so we don't really have to do that kind of stuff. But like although you know Matt right Matt Spoulders Mm. works for me Mm. he is a master an absolute master of the the ski past what he'll do is he'll have he won't mind me saying this because I say it to his face he skis past he'll sort of ski past and he'll drop off little Mm. Johnny like this guy and he just skis up disappears like vanishes (laughs) before you know it and (laughs) this guy's what 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 just happened here now I've got like you know, a bunch of kids. Yeah. Well, how has this happened? Happen, oh, he's you? so good at it. It's
1: <laughs> so, yeah, people there's... do turn it into an art. And then <laughs> you've got the other instructors that are usually like me, who were the ones that are like I've it up with all of.
0: Yeah, them. I've got twelve kids now. Yeah, how did that here? happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But I did on on that kind of keeping them all together, <laughs> yeah. inclusive yeah. teaching. There was I can remember very clearly one time when I had um, I don't know three families and they wanted all the kids to ski together. Yeah. And um there was quite a lot of stuff going on with those kids. There was a sort of double dynamic. One dynamic was, you know, the kids being asked by the parents, What did you do then? Oh yeah. And the kids going, Oh, nothing. Yeah. It was boring you know, and that was a big lesson learned for me because what I did the following day was I was like, cause it came back, it came mm-hmm. back to me and I knew that they were, oh yeah, we just did safety stuff and I'm like, no you didn't. <laughs> we jumped off you, all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, we were, <laughs> and we were stopping and it was really icy and we were learning where to go and we were learning to follow yeah. and we were learning to, you know, and um, so after that I realised what I needed to do was actually coach them at the end of each lesson. I had to review yeah, tell so them it what was they've really yeah, yeah, fresh yeah. in their minds yeah. what they did yeah. because that way when they went back <laughs> to the parents they remembered and it wasn't mm. just like oh yeah, nothing oh, didn't do much oh, don't know, don't know Have you ever had so, a
0: group turn against you talking to Lord of the Flies? Have you ever had that? Um, I had a group of girls right from Kenya once and they were like, um, it was like it was like a scene about a film like Mean Girls or something like that and like halfway through the week like one of the girls did something really stupid, mm. and I was like, "Look, you know, I told her off, which mm. I shouldn't have done." But then after that, the rest of the week, the group was like, "She wouldn't talk to me." I was like, "Crikey, this is back!" Like I didn't know yeah. anything then. This was yeah. really early on. Yeah. But it was it was a real lesson in like I've
1: had people, how groups can be. Not so much with kids. Yeah. I've had it in adult groups where oh, yeah? I've had and um, that on an instructor group mm. where I've had one girl who has. Completely and utterly changed the dynamic of the group yeah. because she's been negative and yeah. really horrible. And mm. in and with that particular person, in the end, I just took her. Off. Well, I didn't take her on one side. I mm. said it in front of everybody else over lunch, mm. and I was just like, "You are being horrible. Yeah, you're being well, not horrible. I said you're being a disruptive element to the rest of the group. Yeah, you're undermining me, and you're undermining my professional my professional mm. um, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you either sort yourself out or you can leave mm. and I will fail you tomorrow unless you sort your head out <laughs> but that was quite good because I had the fail
0: yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. You've got probably I like well.
1: probably left it too long as well instead yeah. of nipping it in the bud sooner I let it go and tried to ignore it and worked against, with but against this girl who was undermining me mm-hmm. all the time and it was horrible yeah, horrible, horrible.
0: some people horrible. like that though
1: really horrible yeah
0: you just get weird people in life Mm.
1: But I had, um, going back to like managing your groups Mm. and managing like a a split ability. Yeah. And it was was a long time ago and I was working, I was actually working in Léger. That kind of takes us back down to how I I started and how I ended up here. But I was working in Léger for Bass, I think. I think, anyway, it doesn't matter. And I had this group and they wanted to stay together Mm. and they weren't the same level. You know, I had sort of basic parallel skiers yeah. and, and a power pl- couple of power plowers. The li- I kept calling her the littlest hobo, <laughs> the back. and she was so. And I suddenly and I just thought, how can because we had to get off the easy peasy slopes because mm-hmm. the other kids were pushing and pushing and pushing, and they they kept going. Oh, she's left behind, or they they would be nice mm. to her and they're not nice to her, and it was hard work. I came up with. Um, How can I get them from here to there without that kid freezing on that Mm steeper slope and without one making it interesting for everybody? And I just used human slalom. Oh, yeah. And I set it up on a really easy slope. Mm -hmm. That's all we did all day was human slalom. But I set it up, because obviously human slalom can be dangerous. Mm. There are, it's got its (laughs) pros and its cons. So I was very careful about the safety side of it and set it all up. But we set it up. And of course, if you do do human slalom, if you do it right, each child can go at their own speed.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: that's sure. yeah. right. because you're turning, they're all making, they're developing and they're yeah. improving because they have to look ahead. It's all, it's everything mm. And we started on the easy slopes in Léger, you know those, mm. and we moved across and we went, uh, I can't remember what it's called anyway, we went across into the next valley and we went, started up. And by the time I got to the bit where I knew there was this nasty steep mm-hmm. pitch, they were so involved in the human slalom and yep. they were improving all the time, because they were focusing on turning and all those good things. Mm. They just skied it, mm. and littlest littlest hobo was amazing. By the end, she could that she really developed that day, and
0: it then was you great. solved it. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So
1: that was a really, you know, that's again, it's coming up with a really simple tool which will work to keep everybody involved.
0: Yeah. Whereas the alternative would be like, I'll oh, just drop her off. Yeah, yeah drop her off or, 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 or you know, have
1: it as a fight or go really yeah. slowly around the mountain and have everybody else get really upset. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's one of the things that I have kind of learnt from the years that I've been teaching groups in football and football and skiing and stuff is that you've got to focus on, it's just like, it's the reality of teaching is that you have to focus on the group, the majority of the group. Mm. You can't, let one person take up all of your time. Yeah. To the detriment of the other. Well it has to be fair, doesn't it? Yeah. It has to
1: be fair. And that's really important with kids Mm. more than anything else, especially that age group that we've just been talking about. But also again as you move into the next age group as well. So the next age group you would ten
0: to fifteen to
1: fourteen. Well it's about ten to sort of twelve really, isn't it? It's quite a small phase, that phase, I think.
0: Yeah. And we, certain other things become important at that age. Mm, and that's They're a bit when you're more developed getting, physically. Yeah, and you're getting pre-beauty. the girl, at that
1: age, you're getting a bit, the girls are developing much quicker than the boys. Yeah. That 10-year-old bit, that's when the girls, even earlier than that now, but the mm. girls are beginning to change physically, and they are, all the way along, often, I hate to make these sweeping statements, but I think sweeping girls statements are much are so. more yeah, yeah. chatty, yeah. much more, you know, boys will just do it, and, yeah. uh, and all that stuff is becoming more mm. at that age. That girl-boy divide, though there, is 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 much bigger, and those mm-hmm. physical changes, because this, that, the age group before, that mm-hmm. six to nine, that's when their bodies are actually pretty similar. Yeah,
0: they're fairly homogenous, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So... Done. And then, the yeah, so then, like, puberty, pre-puberty arrives, isn't it? And then that, yeah. and all of a sudden, it all gets really complicated. Yeah,
1: and you've got, but you've got the girls that are changing a lot, Yeah, the boys probably are not changing that much, and some of them are still staying quite little. Obviously, some of them are beginning to yeah. grow, but they're staying, they're quite, they're just the same. Yeah. And the girls are becoming much more complicated. Yeah. In every way, physically, emotionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, oh, for and sure. socially.
0: For sure, and they come to regard the boys as, like, a little bit, like, rubbish yeah. because they're it's they're the not, separation yeah, isn't yeah. It? it's
1: real separation but they kind of want them the girls are more emotionally maybe a little bit more emotionally mature in some ways and they're yeah. sort of looking at boys as, it's like as potential boys. boyfriends or yeah. As silly yeah so probably, <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's about the, the two things isn't it yeah Whether, well, boys are a bit of a pain, but you know, when I'm older, they're going to be, you know, all such and such a pop star or whatever is.
0: This is this know. is the kind of female perspective we need on this podcast. <laughs> like I never really considered. <laughs> and then, what do we consider everyone post twelve, like teenage years, and then?
1: Yeah, but then, then that's your early. Te- I think you've got early teens. You then got early late teenage teens, teenage. haven't you? If you if you really break it down, I mean, mm. in the books, it's all just teenagers, and we lump them all together. But that's, you know, the when you put a 13-year-old yeah. boy and a and an 18-year-old girl mm. or a 17-year-old girl, that is mm. a huge difference. Mm. Huge difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because post-puberty, you've also got a whole bunch of kind of extra... You can't ignore this, despite all the claims of the people who talk about equality all the time. Like, physically, boys become very, very strong yeah. post-puberty. And, yeah. you know... Are immensely strong compared to girls. Mm. Even of, even of much. Older absolutely, ages. I
1: mean, my daughter's now sixteen, mm-hmm. and she is incredibly strong. Mm. You know, she's doing. She's at school in Chamonix She's doing climbing. She's done gymnastics all her life. She swims everything. You know, she loves it all, mm-hmm. and she's really strong, frighteningly strong. And she said to me the other day, she said, "Mum, I've just realised I'm just not as strong as the boys in mm. my group." Well. So, and that's a kid that is super <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so and if she's noticing the physical differences you know there they are yeah we don't like to say it we think no. you know it's just yeah our bodies are different shapes and it is design, um, essentially it's, designed for different things exactly like
0: you can't escape that as humans mm-hmm. right it's just how it is yeah. and it's how it always will be yeah. and there's a whole bunch of stuff by the way that that women are much better at yeah than men could ever be mm-hmm. and like It's all right. Mm -hmm. It's all right. You know, it's.
1: I think. I mean, as a, a gross generalisation. In sort of ordinary ski lessons, I'm not talking about elite skiing. Mm. Then girls often are less like to get the technique right, Mm -hmm. and and boys. and so we'll ski a little bit more slowly and then get faster. Mm-hmm. And boys will just go for it and fall over and go for it and fall yeah. over. And then, and that yeah. is... A, it is a gross generalisation, but that is what that, happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, That's what I've seen. Yeah. For sure. And the, the, what's interesting about that is that when you... If you have had girls who have gone through like their teenage years doing that thing, I've known some very, very kind of timid mm. skiers with are technically good but don't really like going very mm. fast but what some and lately I have seen this with a couple of girls that I know um, that they have arrived at like sort of full womanhood I suppose 18 or whatever and they ski beautifully mm. and powerfully and you know stylishly and you're like wow okay it just took a little bit longer to yeah. arrive and yeah. they weren't just bluffing yeah. like you see with a lot of teenage boys yeah. who are just like Masking lesser skill with power. Yeah, yeah. You know, like
1: it is sad though that, I mean, that girls are still coming through and they, they won't, they don't want, they hit that age mm. twelve. Yeah, and they stop wanting to push themselves, and they are. Why is that? They I mean, are more seen? interested in. They they are they do lose interest mm. in that sort of personal performance side of things they're more interested in social things
0: so how can we harness that as instructors i don't know
1: because i think it's a whole i think i mean i know that you know basie have talked about how can we get more women into into the into the ski business i think i think it's just the divide i think but i think it's the divide i don't think i mean amelie said to me two years ago during lockdown she's like and that was really interesting because at the start of the lockdown, she was on one week on, and one week off, mm. and she was 14, 15. And uh, she was like, mum, none of the, all the boys are kind of, once people were allowed out a little mm. bit more, the, the group of boys that were the same age as her were going off as a little gang mm. and... Creating um, paths in the woods, okay. you know, to do their mountain biking, or they're they're going out hiking yeah. with their, They're taking their skis and they're making they're building jumps and they're doing this stuff. And Amy's like, I really want to go and do that, but none of my girlfriends want to do that. They don't. Mm. They just don't want to. No. They want to different do other things. <laughs> they want to go down. They want to go down to the lake and chat with each other. Yeah, and, and take pictures and. You know,
0: do, No, do you think stuff. that that's because that's how girls are, or do you think that that is a that is something that society has kind of imposed on them I in some know. way?
1: I don't know. So
0: I think it's just how they are.
1: I, I, I mean, I. You, you do I get feel, exceptions. I feel to the norm. Bad saying yeah. that it's what you said. Yeah. But you don't, I don't think, have to say it. I think. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not. I mean, you know. Females in sport, mm-hmm. you have to be a different personality, you have to be a different character to the other ones. The and ones, the one, the, the pro, the pro, no, no, but
0: the pro but sport females that I've met are not like the majority of women, mm. and I don't know what creates that. But mate, so then maybe well, if, we, if we're looking for solutions, maybe we say that Dave's great idea of big girls' day out social skiing is a way to keep girls yes. involved in Absolutely. sport yeah. by taking the pressure off and making it a, about a day out with their mates yeah. rather than...
1: And, and going back to the thing that it doesn't have to be about technical performance. No, it's like, and here's a day with your
0: friends with it, ski tips.
1: Yeah, you know, and like, also it doesn't yeah. have to be about going really fast or dropping off big jumps no. or getting the thrill in that way. Yeah, You can have it, and, and it's okay to yeah. have those people, those girls doing that and the boys doing that—that's okay. It's fine. And if you—that's okay. I think that it's like it's not allowed to be okay anymore. And it—but it is. It is okay. It's what we are different.
0: I think it's okay to be different as well because that's what attracts us to each other, isn't it?
1: Mm.
0: You know, that's why like boys are intrigued by girls. That's why girls are intrigued <laughs> that's by boys. Why we get divorced? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> as well because yeah. we don't understand <laughs> yeah. each
1: other.
0: No, that's a bit of that. A- <laughs> but like they're, they're driven deep down probably by quite different things and and that's what makes god I get no no I think you're right like it's it's what makes us interesting to each other
1: is mm-hmm. isn't it yeah i, I think so it's I like think,
0: yeah i think women are wonderful mm. but like impossible to understand, <laughs> but you just accept that as part of life. Yeah, I imagine it's and the we're same in ever-
1: Why don't you why understand just, us? Why is that the going, I'm not a man, I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> no. And it starts way back, yeah. way back. And yes. I, I agree. I'm not sure. I don't think it's socialization. Hmm. I think we're just born. We are different, and that's not to say that you might get some men who are more. Yeah, quite
0: right. Yeah.
1: female, and some females that are more yeah. male, Yeah. you know, and that, but not, they can be more male just in their outlook or mm. how they're driven to do something. We've all met people like that. That's okay, that. Yeah. you know, and yeah. I, and maybe that's, may, you know, maybe there's a certain amount of females in sports are, are, why are we like this? Because we just... I don't know. Why are we like this? Why are we more determined? Because that's a determined personality. That's... Yeah. I
0: don't know. It doesn't make know. it wrong, does it? No. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think there's there's a bit too much of trying to put...
1: Making everybody the same.
0: Yeah. Trying to write... Also trying to write like perceived wrongs here and there. Yeah. You know, this is why I was a little bit weirded out by this whole... and Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not sure... I'm I haven't really 100% pulled it through when Basie was talking about all that stuff to do with like oh there's not enough women you know coming through the system and it's only like 70-30 or something like that and I'm just like well what if like if you're, if you're a woman who wants to be a full ski instructor mm-hmm. and you have the motivation and desire to do it if I make it easy for you it patronises every other woman that's gone before you, Yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not the 30 percent thing the fact that it's there's more proportionately more males than females getting to that level mm. it's not because the exams are too hard or anything like that no it is not. just the proportion that comes through there's no equality there's no there's no um there's no difference in the equality of okay. opportunity yeah i agree right I agree. so if you want to make it you work your butt off like all the other females have done before you yeah and you just do it like all the boys have had to do it at the same time. Yeah. There's no there's no like there's no person at the top saying yeah. You know, if you're at the level you've yeah. got to believe obviously that the trainers at the top level yeah. are judging everyone equally, which I'm sure they are because yeah. that's their job. But long story short, is like if you're good enough, then you'll get there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So 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 why then I don't know, like that's as far as my thinking has gone. On the whole. Yeah. I
1: mean I suppose there's a little bit of the of the understanding like um issues like women's menstruation and how that affects performance mm-hmm. is not is important if you've got a male coach running yes. or a male trainer those things are important to understand and to know about mm. um but yeah I mean generally yes it's it is what it is. You get on with it. And I think it's, I think a lot of the reasons women, well, it's to do with women in sport, but women like different sports. That's why in schools, a friend of mine, she's the head of teacher, she had PE teacher. She, you know, they often have the girl, they had, you know, aerobic sessions, step sessions, dance sessions, Zumba Mm -hmm. sessions. Yeah. Just because that's going to hook in More of the more of the girls and the boys might go and do different, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the girls can't go and play football or the boys can't go and swim. But it's fine. I think in ski instructing, somewhere along the way, it's quite possible. It's quite a long journey, Mm -hmm. and there is that. Although women are having babies when they're older, there is that thing, and there is that thing of a lot. A lot of women, maybe men as well, but I think um, possibly more women, and maybe that's because we we have that responsibility thing or that body mm-hmm. clock going. Yeah, we want to be settled down. Yeah, by a certain point, and if you're a ski instructor, the journey is quite long.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And to have to be in a place where you're stable and you're settled is um especially for. Maybe it's a bit easier in France, but um, you know, in yeah. a, sorry, not in France. In a country where you've got the skiing, In alpine, you live yeah, in, you live yeah, in a, you live yeah. in a village where you've yeah. grown up with it. But if you're coming at it from a different way, you know, you you don't want to be doing ski instructing. Yeah. You want to, you know, you want to have a job where you can, you want some more, some kind of more stability, and yeah. and the boys can kind of do. They can roam around and be free for <laughs> yeah, longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, maybe, oh god, no, maybe no, people no. are going to really slate me for what I'm saying here. And, oh, but, um.
0: Consider this right, this I think this is a British association versus like a French perspective. Mm. Let's say you're Anne Marie who lives in Vacheresse, she does ski club. Ski's Giant Slalom from the age mm-hmm. of like seven all the way through to 16. She might have skied regional She's, you know, mm-hmm. she can do it. Comes out and decides, I want to be a ski instructor. Say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's from the valley, goes to work for the local ESF as a stagiaire. She has no problem with the slalom thing, mm-hmm. no problem with the Giant Slalom thing. Qualified by 22. Mm-hmm. You've got plenty of time to be a ski instructor. Yeah, settle down, have a family, and be pretty established. Mm. If you're coming, the classic thing you hear it from other, you hear it from Swiss, you hear it from the French, you hear it from everyone. Like th- these, they look at the British, these life changer people, people like me, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember being, by the way, in a real rush mm. to finish off.
1: I think all My the,
0: Swiss exams yeah, all the in exciting. order to qualify before Zoe arrived, right? Yeah. Because I knew that I wouldn't have the time to dedicate to my yeah. skiing after that to ski to the level that they wanted, and secondly to do like the endless translation work that I had to do to learn all of the Swiss textbooks mm. and stuff for the for, the, for mm. the, the 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 oral exam, and I just knew it wouldn't be possible. So I had one shot at it, mm. and luckily. I managed to do enough. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't got it that year, I probably probably wouldn't have gone because my life then completely changed with the arrival of kids. So if you're doing that whole like Bayzy life changer thing, I used to be an accountant in wherever and now I want to be a ski instructor. Well, you really, like, you know, you're really up against it then, aren't Mm -hmm. you? Yeah. Whereas here, I think they start a bit younger at it.
1: They do. I mean, Amelie started at sixteen. She's yeah. in their club. Um, yeah. But that's interesting. That's interesting as well because then there aren't as many girls. There are three, girl, four girls, mm-hmm. and seven, eight, nine boys. Yeah, that's already there
0: that's in already. the in the, the, the formation for in the formation school. Yeah, for,
1: yeah. for ski instructor at the weekend. Uh, the, at the what's it called? The, the at, UK at the ski. No, right, uh, um, count, they right. start doing formation before they go for their. Test technique. Start oh, right, doing formation with the local ski club. Cool. And that's funded by the ESF, and then the ESF. This is how the whole system works. Then this the ESF. To come then say right, like Emily during this holiday, she has to work every afternoon, hmm. and she has to help out with the ESF lessons. Yeah. Because that's part of what they do. That's you know where we subsidise what you do, so that then you we get you as a ski instructor wow. to come. Yeah. Help, okay. You know to. That's yep. how it works.
0: Yeah, you get of... the buy-in, right? Yeah, you get
1: the buy-in. Yeah. But even at that stage, if we go back to that female male thing, there are less girls than boys. The dropout has already happened.
0: Oh yeah, they talk about this actually in a lot of um, other sports, school sports, skiing especially. Mm. You get a lot of dropouts age fifteen. Yeah, odd like people just like yeah not interested.
1: I this think lot. in skiing, like certainly, and that's another thing I've noticed because I never, I didn't. I cut well, it's two reasons why I didn't send Emily down the ski club line, partly because I was a single parent mm. and I couldn't manage going up the hill to work and getting her to ski club yeah. because the timings were yeah, all yeah. different. Yeah. So I made that decision that she was gonna even when she joined ski academy and yeah. that's more of a an, an open mountain skiing yeah. um she, she only went once a week for quite a long time mm. because she had a day off and then when she was doing gymnastics, she did gymnastics one day and skiing the next day. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you join ski club, you are expected to go Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Every week. Yeah, relentless. And as you get older, some kids choose and they do music and whatever as well. But as they get older, if they don't, if they're not there, if they're not com- showing mm. that commitment, then they will get side, sidelined. Oh, yeah? Which... Yeah. Well, they will because yeah. they're not putting the hours in that the kids that are there yeah. all the time are. Of yeah. course they will. It's just the way of it. Uh-huh. But the girls' dropout is, is definitely there. And Emily says it's, it's interesting because, you know, the other two girls or the other three girls go up the lift and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're just going to sit out on this one. And they skive off. Mm-hmm. And they sit up at the top and they look at their phones for a while. Or they do, the boys are involved. Yeah. But the girls are like, yeah. I don't want to feel like it or I'll yeah, just... and I don't know, I don't know what that is because it's partly because they know all the drills, so they've, they've done them all their life, so they're bored, yeah, they're involved in other things, their head is somewhere else, yeah, I don't know. Whereas Emily's hungry for it, but then she's yeah. hungry for all sports, so she's just a, a kid that is like that, so um well that's good it yeah. takes
0: all sorts I it suppose takes, right? it
1: takes takes all sorts
0: to
1: yeah. do it yeah so yeah I don't know that, that female male divide we've ended up talking about because I suppose we're talking about no human. but I mean it's the, that's I the right age spot right? I suppose oh. we're talking about human development yeah I mean, it's understanding that it starts at an early age mm. and then it yeah it continues along yeah I mean you do see it you know you see the little boys when they're three and four and five and they don't care and the little girls are being little girls, and that's not because they've been met, that's not, nobody's told them to be like that.
0: No, well this is is they just are. They just are. And like, so Zoe does ballet, right, and she's no one really, we didn't push her in that direction Mm. she just likes that stuff Yeah, you know, like I've tried to show her stuff that is more like what you might describe as masculine, Mm. not interested at all Mm. lately she's going in through a phase of like building stuff which is cute like she's like building houses and designing things and, and that stuff but it's only because she's getting to cover everything with like glitter and like sparkly paint and stuff like, well <laughs> if all of this was blue like you wouldn't be interested in it Yeah. oh like, well, it's bizarre
1: yeah
0: and it's not and we have not cultivated this yeah like it's just like we have said well we will just follow whatever direction that, mm. that you know her, her interest takes her in and it's, it's... But then wonderful.
1: maybe it is because it was there. Because, like, when I was little... I like mm. think, for example, Lego... It yeah. was red, white, yellow, blue... Mm. Yeah. Green. Yeah. And now it's... You get pink Lego. I see, yeah, it's true. We built
0: a... We built a cat... What did we build last night? A cat groomers not a Lego. Yeah. <laughs> like... But she built herself. So <laughs> but like, she built it Yeah, herself. yeah. She built herself. So I don't somebody, know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. All I can say is that... You take your little kids... You look at them, you listen to them, mm. and then you tune in as to what makes it work for them. Yeah. And that's what's really important.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you I just think. tailor it to them, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no agree. Agree.
1: Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Mm. And, and the best thing in the world about teaching a group of children all the way up to teenagers, is when you get them right in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. When they... Whatever, you found the keys which have run, which mean that they trust you, yeah. and you trust them, and they'll... You can take them anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and you see them just getting better because of where you're taking them. Mm-hmm. And that is the most inspirational thing. And that's when people say to me, which do you prefer, teaching children or adults? Mm-hmm. And that's when I probably say, after all these years fighting... No, no I'm going to teach adults I'm an adult I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going to teach kids, I'm, I'm going to teach I'm going to teach high level skiing <laughs> no, and all this stuff and actually <laughs> the these days I've just gone do you know what yeah. give me the choice and I'll I'll take the kids yeah. because it's it's awesome it's mm-hmm. simple and it's pure yeah and it's fun
0: give me a kid between 6 and 9 any days of the week and I will go for it yeah you wouldn't believe yeah it's and true. it's
1: lovely even if you get a kid that's nervous yeah or that you know you find those keys that unlock them and they get better. Yeah. And with adult holiday makers, you can you can I mean we can all do it. We can find yeah. the keys that unlock them. We know what's going we know how to help them. Mm. And we we can give them stuff and they can have fun and they can explore the mountains. But they're not going to get that much better they're not going to get you know they're coming for a week like life year, changes, and they don't really yeah. they don't really want to they've got an idea in their head that they want to yeah you know look amazing or whatever it is you know they but actually they just they just want to enjoy it and have a bit of you know but you're coaching them around the hill and being nice to them and that's as far as it will go next year they'll come back and yeah. you'll probably do the same things with them and well, it's kind and of inevitable, isn't it? You ski
0: and... one week a year. Huh. Like, you You can only get so much better. Mm. I think the focus, like, if, you, if, you're, if you're coming as a tourist, surely it's like, welcome to my region. Welcome to where I live. Like, here's all the stuff. Mm. I want to make skiing... I want to identify quickly on your first or second day the thing that is going to give you the most benefit for the least amount of effort and so that you can enjoy the rest of your time. And... So and while we're at it, let's see if we can make it less effort, yeah, ski, so, exactly. you, so you don't spend the whole week burning fires. Yeah. You know, because... and that, that That's like a gift. It's like, there you go. Mm. It's, it's literally as easy. Stand up, balance above your feet, mm. point your feet where you want to go. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's not... For some people, I'm not saying everyone, but I remember Jason Shutt told me this mm. a long time ago. He was like, just... He, he had reduced... He was an instructor, he was just, but he used to shred the mountain quite mm. well, you know? And... Um, he would, he said he's just, just balance point feet where you want to go. Absolutely, balance. Yeah,
1: actually. That's it, balance point feet where you want to go. Everything else is just your body sorting itself yeah, out in it order is. to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, or dealing with the equipment that you're yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Let's, um, let's draw a line under that bit. I, I would love to know, I've been going a long time already. It's a beautiful sunset by the way over Lake Geneva, just That's looking it. out of it. It's absolutely. Or well, Lac Lamar, you call it from the side, don't you? I
1: suppose we call it Lac Lamar. Mm.
0: From this side, it's beautiful. Look at that. Um, all the ski instructors that I visit will have nice houses. They always have a view. Yeah. The view is the key. I, get,
1: I didn't realise that in Switzerland they call it Lake Geneva. I thought it was always known as Lac Lamar. Well, I don't
0: mind. Might, might I don't know. I'm just calling it the Anglophone yeah. name. Yeah. Mm. It probably is called
1: Lac It's a pretty good spot. It's
0: not. <laughs> you work. You work with the 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 crowd at uh, at ski Academy, the academy, academy yeah, based in Leninger. In they're not based in Leninger anymore. Are they kind moved? Of,
1: yeah, we kind of go up to mainly ski out of oh, yeah now, oh. and, and I and, and that is a a big part to do with um, terrain. Oh, yeah. And having a stupid, appropriate terrain for yeah. the children that we have, you know, ski academy's grown. We've got a lot of younger children.
0: Well, I saw this. This is why I want to talk to you because I was in Crozet at the start of the season and I saw two or three. this lovely to ski, see French instructors over on Swiss side mm-hmm. again, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like in previous years, like, oh, these French guys do it <laughs> over here. But now I'm like, every hey, French guy I see is like, yeah, welcome back. <laughs> made so it. Cool. Like, <laughs> they haven't shut you down. And um, I saw like, Two different outfits, like different clubs and stuff. I was like, "Wow, those guys are really, like, taking it to the next level." Mm. So, you work with those guys. Like, what's it like working with the Frenchies?
1: Um, it's something that I always aspired to do. Okay, so I came here. You've run
0: I'm, the British. You've done the whole British. I've done all the thing. British stuff. Yeah,
1: I've, I've worked all over the world. I've done American qualifications. I've, you know, whatever, and I've always tried. Um, I wanted to be part part of it and not be separate, mm-hmm. and so it was a big it was a big thing. And and I and basically, I think I think what it was was I used to always say hello to Johan and some of the uh, yeah, and um and then I sort of um I sort of said to him about my idea about you know having something for the really small local children, and I wanted to integrate that into maybe into ski academy if it was yeah. possible. And um and he was like, Yeah, sure. So the first year it was kids that I'd organised uh-huh. and um and I organized them a little cover for the helmets and stuff like that. I did it all. Yeah. And um then since then it's sort of grown and a year after the first year, Yohan sort of said to me, Oh, do you maybe wanna wear our uniform as well mm-hmm. and and I actually found that a real honour.
0: Yeah, yeah to
1: be yeah to be a part of yeah, to be asked to be a part of a group of local. I mean, they're a group of local guys, aren't they? Yeah, but, but that's
0: big deal, uh, right?
1: And I do feel that it's it's an honour to be to be a part of that team. Mm. And yeah, you know, we we have our differences from time to time, and well, ski
0: um, school does but yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. But you know, I I really like being a part of their world, and I'm definitely not because i have my own clients as well so i have the my little group and i only take i could have had more hmm. work but i've got enough with my own private work yeah um so i just said no i'll just stick with one with one group and i'll, I'll work with them so generally i take the sort of uh four to five year olds who mm-hmm. could, who are already skiing and move and moving. Yeah. And and actually this year I've actually got a little group of three year olds as well. Because wow. we've got a lot. Yeah. And we just take them for an hour and a half at the yeah. end of the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But these these ones I take all winter and then I as I said I could have kept them but then I would have to work two day both week both days of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I'd have to work the two weeks of the school holidays and I Need one week to actually do my uh, do other yeah, work. for sure. So I just kept it as the one group. So I just okay. once I've had them, I pass them on. At the moment, they're my wow. my lovely kids from last <laughs> winter are with Joelle, uh, Joelle okay. Litton, who is just one of the nicest guys. Yeah, and, um, it's just lovely seeing them skiing about, they're all parallel. Ah yeah, yes, they're amazing. Do they like oh, my
0: lovely? <laughs> do, like, so working within that structure. Do they do? I mean, how is it over here? Do they do like preseason no. training for, or is no. it just like everyone tra- just training, comes together? Tra- it it's it's seems well.
1: From what I, I mean, we do. We get together mm. and we have a bit of a ski. but mainly it's about lunch.
0: <laughs> it's so stereotypical. <laughs>
1: and I think, I, I think, yeah. The more I thought, like years and years and years ago, I, I when I was working a lot with Basie, yeah. I went to an an ISIA meeting. And I had a real kind of moment of a light bulb moment about <laughs> how it all works. Yeah. And I was up there and I was, you know, the girl and I was, you know, female trainer sent by Basie yeah. to go and talk to them. And, and they were all talking and, and I did open my mouth to speak and they didn't really listen to me. And I thought, OK, and it well, it was to do with the fact that I was British as well as yeah. as a female. And then um, we sort of skied about a bit and then we went and had lunch. And then we skied about a bit more in the e- afternoon, and then we had dinner, and then we and then we had, you know, <laughs> um, apples, and, and we yeah. had um, yeah whatever degustif. and that and actually then I thought oh okay so, actually I maybe um, English speaking ski instructors like to do talk about skiing a lot, and like to do um, as the as the um, Swiss director of the Swiss said to me once they do tech the Swiss Germans, not the others, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the Swiss Germans do Technik Sprach and um <laughs> and um uh, but everybody else it's really it's really you've skied all your life. Yeah You've skied all your life
0: You've got the badge You've got the badge You, do, right? the badge. you yeah. do the
1: job You don't need to talk about The technicalities of skiing Or how to organise it Or what it is to balance on a ski You don't need to talk about that You yeah. ski You don't even really look at each other You don't judge each other Because you all accept That you've reached a certain level yes. And that you've passed that level Yeah And so you respect each other mm-hmm. For that That This is my feeling anyway mm-hmm. You respect each other for that So that doesn't matter anymore you just go and have a ski, and that's really nice. And then you have yeah. a lunch or a coffee.
0: I've noticed that in Switzerland, like if you ski around with your badge, mm. your brevet badge, because with respect to my Swiss colleagues, they'd love to tell you what you're doing wrong if you're doing something wrong. Mm. But the minute they notice that little badge, mm. like they leave you well alone. Yeah, I guess that's something to do with it, right? It, mm. It's um. It's just yeah,
1: like once you've got, once they have an understanding, what do they ever, do with the,
0: the, the lesser quality? Is it uh, do you no, form we're not, instructors? We are,
1: all, we are a group of independent instructors who oh, work together under a number of like So we're not, like, um, we're not yeah. like the ESI, we're not yeah. in, in, we're not an international ski. So, you different. don't
0: train, you don't have a formation no, process for, a formation for young instructors, process. okay? Yeah. Ah, yeah, well, that would explain it, okay?
1: So, yeah, but it's yeah. It seems to be that's what it is in the mountains. That's what the Alpine nations do. What, they did, just respect each other. Yeah, I and it. I like
0: that. Like, good, I think it's good Like once, you, once you've once you got it, like, you just leave you alone, right? Yeah. Was, yeah.
1: But, I mean, like you, it doesn't mean that you don't stop learning or developing hmm. or, or whatever, but, yeah, there's just a respect. And I think the English-speaking nations are a little bit... We are a bit judgmental. It's our nature to be judgmental of each other. That thing where a whole group of... Us, I'm gonna put us stand at the top of the slope, and everyone's like, Who's gonna go first? Oh, and then goodness. it's like, Well, she's shit. And if a it's a good run, it's a British good land. run, yeah, yeah. That then one goes, mm, Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's <laughs> sure just, it, but it's, like, uh, I think it's British nature, I think yeah. it's our nature, it's, I think it's what we do in anything. I don't think it's just skiing, it's just that, well, in skiing or well, day riding's coming along and and we've got we've had other people in the past we mm-hmm. have to yeah yeah, yeah. Give them due credit to alan to to alan baxter and and whatever who yeah. and a lot of other people who've come through um you know we don't, we have this chip on our shoulder that mm. we've never achieved that we don't you know mm. we invented alpine <laughs> racing but we, we don't have even. any medals yeah yeah you know well we have we've you know, got one but there. it's just like yeah. so we only have this respect if you're a racer if you come from a yes, racing yeah, yeah. background, and that's yeah. really important, and actually, actually you know, it's so yeah. Get get the level and just respect each other and be happy. And the, certainly, when yeah, I was well, in the states, I mean, the, yeah. the states they can be judgmental about each other's skin, but they are. Uh, I I spent some time working over there, and when I came back and did basic courses, I think I brought my the energy that I loved. Yeah. about the Americans and the Canadians and about how positive they are. Oh, tell They're a bit over-positive. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're over-negative. Yeah. but And they are a bit over po- Oh, man, you're awesome. That's yeah. so cool. That's so great. But at the same time, um, that positivity is really good. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea for steering skis. That's fantastic. Oh, I love that little exercise that yeah. you did. And the British should go, <laughs> or, or we'll we'll, go, we'll kind of go hmm and then we'll nick it and then we'll yeah, go and, yeah. we'll go and we'll do you it you there, know right? we'll pass yeah. it off but you know it's a bit like hmm I, mm, and, and
0: I, I, yeah.
1: don't, I, I I genuinely think it's the nature of the beast it, it, know. It, it,
0: do you know it is like because there's two things come out of that like one we've dealt with we've just had an influx for some reason we, a lot of our clients are uh, the guys who live on the other side of that bit of lake mm. so you know they're kind of uh, corporate types who come here and We've 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 had a, a big load of Americans lately. American mm-hmm. families not like, new to the region, and they are just a pleasure to deal with. Yeah, it's so positive about everything.
1: Like, Unless and just on the m- wrong side. Oh no, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but like we're we won't we do that much.
0: But God, that sunset's amazing, now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it, it, it's it's just great and they're really positive that there's someone here who like speaks their language and, and can help them and point them in the right direction for everything mm. and they're just like just nice people to be with it's like mm. wow isn't that refreshing Yeah, <laughs> you know and then I find myself slipping in so I'm, I'm good mates with, um, with Phil Brown we ride motorbikes together and sometimes when we meet up it's hilarious because we slip back into that both from a similar area of London we're both like North London, we both slip into that kind of old bit. There's always like a half hour, and we're like, oh, just slagging him off, oh, he's an idiot, that guy. Yeah. And like, oh, I know that guy, he's an mob, you know, like, it's just like, Literally. oh, why are we doing this? I know. You like, know, but you can't help you it. Can't it's help cultural. It. It's a cultural yeah, British thing. Yeah. And
1: that's what we do. When with you're a amongst
0: mates, you're like, that guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. And it
1: just feeds through into our skiing the same as it feeds, you know. Yeah, yeah. It is that. And maybe
0: the setup, like right, the, the same way... That they do this sort of busy shootout for the exams. It's like you know you got to ski down to the guy on the last day, and he tells you whether you mm-hmm. you, you passed or you failed. Just like, oh, like, can you do it like the Swiss do, and just like they score you, and then they send you the po- the results in the post two weeks <laughs> I think later. The French like, tell you though. The the French, French, they do. They
1: Make you put numbers on. Yeah, well, that's okay. This is you,
0: anonymous. <laughs>
1: True. Like you're not kind of worried about your relationship brutal, with the trainer all it's quite brutal. It yeah. is quite brutal. You're a number.
0: Canadians do that too, have they? I,
1: I don't know. I, I, you know, there's a lot of, I think it's the game, it comes down to that paradigm thing that we expect, even though somebody speaks a different language, we expect them to be the same yeah. but they're not no. and i suppose that's what that's a continual learning curve for me mm. to be working with a french with french guys yeah yeah and they don't think about stuff the same way they don't think no. about things in no, the no. same way same as i do yeah and um, but that's okay yeah. i just have to i have to learn i learn from that and i like that sometimes i find it really frustrating sometimes i'm you know, sometimes I sometimes think that I've lost a bit in yeah. in translation, yeah. or I'm just I'm a minute I'm a little bit behind. But that's my language skills that I am trying to continually upgrade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a cultural difference. And the one
0: the one thing that really gets me about the francophone world is like the concept of client services on its head. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm here, I'm waiting, waiting for you, you over there, you need to telephone me. Yeah. To ask me for a ski lesson. Whereas in the in the, the anglophone world, it's like, hey you, hey Helen, come come let's go ski. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You can give me some money for it, we'll have a great time. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And they're like, they've got the little board outside. And like, I, I, I'm like, mind blown. I, I To I, try I... and get anyone to come to my house and like... Do something. It's like yeah. You have to, ha- you have to ha- chase that guy. Yeah. To come to your house. Yeah. You couldn't imagine that happening in London. They,
1: it's funny here, but I mean, Bizarre. even when I first moved here, I thought I would be able to create a little toddler group and we'd have a mixture of local people. Yeah. And whatever. It, it was, it was, it, it didn't happen.
0: No. 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 It didn't it's happen. Just, just and right even like now
1: that. I've got some quite good fra- French friends. Yeah. And my French friends are lovely, but they don't, they don't pop around for a cup of tea. Yeah. And they don't phone me up and say, well, they do. The odd friend, my hairdresser, she's phoned me up a few times and said, oh, do you want to go and climb up this mountain with me? And I'm like, Oh ah, yeah, I really do. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, quite often it's just, they are in their world and we're in our world and then we come together and that's okay. But it's not, it's mm. still, diff- it's different and it's just, Different cultures and, yeah. cool. and here, especially in these valleys, people are still very much family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll go, you know, they've still got their parents really close, and their mm. brothers and sisters and cousins and whatever, and mm. and so they they use that family as their support yeah. much more yeah. than us as incomers.
0: Yeah. So like um, who do you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I
1: guess you know maybe in the UK we we um we. It's a different culture, is mm. Different. There's a there's a, there's a there's a brilliant there
0: was a brilliant um, thing on one of the Swiss Swiss TV channels, and it was like foreigners' guide or British people's guide as to how to get to know Swiss people, and it was like. You have to take it really, really slowly. Like, don't scare them. They're like birds. You know, they'll just fly away. You've got to, you know, it takes years and years. And if you, know, you have like... a
1: party, this is what I read in my witch guide when I lived in Switzerland, the witch guide was like, if you have a party, make sure you invite your, your Swiss neighbours. Yeah. But notice that they will leave bang on 11 o'clock and yeah. then they will phone the police to complain <laughs> yeah. about the noise. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, well, I'm really bad at that now. Now I've been living here a long time. If I You're... get any, like, neighbour noise, I'm like, hey, it <laughs> last thing I want to yeah. ask you before the sun sets um, which is to do this. Is I haven't told you I'm going to ask you this so it's just because I saw that picture on the wall downstairs does the artist in you you're drawing now look at you mm-hmm. The the the. does the artist in you come out when you're skiing yes that's interesting because I've been banging on to the listeners like that ages every podcast I mention it but I don't don't think about skiing as performance anymore.
1: It's not I, I view to, it as like
0: an aesthetic. Yeah, it's, sport. yes.
1: It's not to do with performance or I think over time, when I was younger I would it was about how, how does it look. Yeah. It's not about how it looks, it is about how it feels. And I mm. think that's the same for everyone. But I think my background is is from movement and dance, which is
0: mm. much
1: more um kind of now. So people now talk about yoga and talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. um well-being although yeah. yeah those things are much more integrated into skiing and, and the and the snow sports world yeah when I came through they were really unusual and people came from a real sporting background mm-hmm. and that was quite different but I definitely I'm uh, for me it's about a feeling and it's about the dance on the yeah, mountain yeah, yeah. and it's about yeah the aesthetics but the aesthetics of being in this environment in this place yeah and being inspired mm. by being here. I yeah. think that's that's probably my creative artistic side
0: yeah, with kindred spirits. To it. Mm. That's
1: There's cool. um when I went I went down to the South of France for um to a sort of cello I play the cello. I, I don't I don't I play the cello, do you say that? I, I learn the cello. He <laughs>
0: plays the cello, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Um, and it so happens, my neighbour also plays the cello, wow. now all of a sudden, and Maria plays the cello too. <laughs> um, but um, I went down and had um, some lessons with a wonderful teacher a few years ago, and she was talking about the movement of the bow, yeah, and how it's got to be. Flowing and constant and relaxed, and it's about constant movement. And not, you know, coming to the end of a bow is not coming to the end, it's like it's breathing and coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And though I just sat there thinking, This is skiing,
0: yeah, this is skiing, yeah, it is, yeah,
1: yeah and, yeah, and so, yeah, definitely.
0: I'm hypersensitive to the weight of my ski pole,
1: yes, me too,
0: because um, <laughs> oh god, this is nerdy, isn't it? I, I, I recently picked up um, Lecky carbon pole, different type of basket, round basket, but for the previous five years I've skied with a Compadel carbon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: super light, like with a with a round GS basket, mm-hmm. and the way that the two poles arrive, yeah,
1: the swing, completely different. the swing yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really important, it is, it's, isn't really it? It's really important, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <gasps> yeah. yeah. I thought um, I was on my own with that one, no, 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 because but, all my other instructors like, what are you talking about, poles no, poles? and
1: people who, when I see, like I'll see... Or holiday makers, but you know, if somebody on an instructor course, i will be like, "Get rid of those rental poles." Yeah, yeah. Because they've just got horrible swing. Yeah, they do. And they and I've lent people poles, my sticks, to improve their skiing, and it does. Huh. So yeah. Really. Check this
0: out! Wow.
1: But mate, I don't know whether that's an artistic side of things or or. No, but it's a feeling thing. It's like a
0: kinesthetic thing, and I'm kind of really into that with my skiing right now like it's just it's just you know how it feels is more important than I th- performance
1: I think for me as a woman certainly what I'm what I'm has been working on for the last few years is not trying to ski like a man yes and 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 part of that is not I'm not saying that they do that yeah. but it's my perception of being muscular and setting off and going clicking my poles and then going and what I do when I do that is I stick my chin out which is big enough as it is (laughs) (laughs) and I stick my chin out so that bit is blocked there at the top of my neck Uh and then I'm doing this so I'm locked and I'm not balancing right Right. and um, actually it was a guy that I was skiing uh, skiing with he was doing some training with me and he was like you ski really well you just and he drew a little smile on the top of my ski sticks. <laughs> and he said, now, every time you start, look at the smile and go. Relax, and, that, and that, I just let it all go, stood on my skis yeah. and just did what I could do. And I wasn't trying to go fast. Yeah. I went fast because I was relaxed and balanced and smiling.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've, got, you've got to have a certain like skeletal strength. But your muscles have to be relaxed to allow.
1: You have to be in balance.
0: Yeah, to allow you to balance, right? Like some of the the the, the greatest scene, the, the skiing that I've skiing on YouTube recently was like. fact, no! It does link in because like you can. Sorry, I'm, this is me jumping tangents in my head. But I was watching last night. I don't know. The, the, I'm going to link to it in the video, like the skiing, the '80s YouTube skiing mm-hmm. video, best one ever. But it's some some of those old Austrian guys like. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I can't remember, whether but it's like from the eighties or nineties. But they're so fluid, yeah, and so loose.
1: Mm. That lovely and softness uh, yeah,
0: like they're sort of reaching and yeah. feeling for the snow, yeah. Before, like not not just not this racer thing. It's like get on top of the boot, the top of the turn, and like you yeah, know, and, get, go and go as fast as you can, yeah, in like, a straight line. No, like <laughs> fuck that. Like what what like I think it's different. I think it's like let's send the skis out there and wait. It's just wait for them to hook up, Mm. balance on top Mm. of that, or balance against that. Yeah. Then let it do its thing. Then you can start to work with whatever the snow is giving you. Mm. You can't just do the same movement every single time. Mm. Just robot after that, Mm. like what's the point? You know. Yeah. I don't know. All right.
1: That's the dance, isn't it? I think so. I think so. I think it's been like that for a long time, and I think, like. People who get to a, a certain point in their skiing, have, that's what, that's what we, that's why you do it.
0: You like transcend it almost. Yeah. yeah. And
1: that's why I was saying, I suppose going back to like skiing with the Ski Academy guys, it's all about going to lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <The> skiing <laughs> is the wonderful thing that you enjoy. Yeah. And you do a few runs and then that's good. Let's Maybe go. Go, for go lunch. Each. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what, that's fantastic. Hmm. That's... It doesn't have to be about... Ah, ooh, ee, uh, no, no. And all I couldn't stuff. agree
0: more. I couldn't agree more. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Where can... Um, everyone who comes on here plugs themselves. So, if people are coming to Chatel and they want to ski with you, where can they find you? Um, how do they get in touch with you? How
1: do they get in touch with me? Um, probably the best thing to do is to... Um, Head over to uh, head up. I have a website which is Pure Snow Sports, <laughs> Pure but Snow I Sport. don't. I don't use it very often. Okay. Um, so it's usually through Facebook. Right.
0: I'll find. I'll add a link to your Facebook profile yeah, page, and people u- can get. It's in It's usually touch.
1: through Facebook. Okay. Um, it's and amazing it's how many people. Message. It's Just amazing how
0: many people like now book via WhatsApp and Facebook yeah, message. Like, yeah. Yeah it's crazy it does
1: get a bit confusing when people contact you on whatsapp and they're chatting and yeah. you're like can you please send me an email about this because I've got and this is, this is probably why I'm sitting here with this great big pile of stuff because yeah. people are on whatsapp and then they're on messenger and I'm trying to pull it all together there on a, my email
0: there's a lot of inquiries on this table that's for sure mm, yeah. L- listen thank you I've enjoyed this so much
1: oh it's great thank you thank you It'd be
0: nice to chat